we, we've had explosive nights before we've we've had guests but we've never had a guest like this one for sure because she has some common ground with me as in the uh, wonderful world of bowling we're going to get into that here in a little bit and we'll introduce you to our guest here in just a second it is wednesday night we're sweeping the league and we're going to specifically sweep the dallas cowboys tonight with our special guest and also again sweeping the game of bowling we're going to talk a lot of bowling we're going to talk about being a millennial mom and a gen x dad because i think i'm still gen x so a gen x dad all in all tonight on sweep the league rudy campos jr the rock rocky garza back with the stats is with us Derek gervin is with team gervin still shamaya he's going to be back in september Everybody wondering what's going on with Shamaya. We'll get all that when he comes back. Also, Bala Boys podcast every Tuesday night. Stats and Shamaya break down all the wonderful world of basketball, among other sports on the Bala Boys podcast. I am Refocused Radio as well. That is Shamaya's podcast. Interviews with Kenny Anderson, former New Jersey Nets player, NBA all-around player. Tons of great stuff out there. Go check those out. Where podcasts are... Oh, okay. First off, all you all you assholes out there for real. Y'all are disrespecting this this lady here by y'all's scores. I've seen scores of 84. I've seen scores of 90, 115. I I just got scolded by our guest Candace Avila Garcia. She yelled at me. She's saying, "What the hell is going on with all these scores?" We're going to get to the bottom of that. But Candace, welcome to Sweep the League. This is probably the first of hopefully many times we'll get you back on the podcast. For sure, guys. And I'm so excited to be here. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, first of all, this A4, like, A4. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, no, I think there was even a 37. What? I'm like, oh. I would have had to gutter like almost every frame. Like, okay, here's the, here's the thing. If you hear me saying bowling terminology, that should be a clear sign that I know how to bowl. Just saying. I, I didn't want to give it away because <laughs> I, I, I said she's been bowling one or two times. So yeah. I, I didn't want to give it away that you were an actual bowler. And I'm not going to lie. Some of the people on the bowling question, they are bowlers. I bowl with them and I bowled with them for a long time. Paul Smith, he's a Hall of Famer in San Antonio for bowling. And he scored, he said 93 for you. <laughs> the disrespect that you got is 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 bad but we're gonna get into that bowling talk later rock are you doing okay man i forgot to check on you and stats for all i know you guys are in rehab and i don't even know this uh yeah i am in rehab you know because cowboys just disappoint me every year so i know we're gonna be talking about that but i'm in rehab for having hope um you know just too much drugs i have to, be <laughs> to cope with my pain but yeah it's it's a good sign you know i had some Good workout off some pre-workout. I was telling you and Rudy, I mean you and Candace. So yeah. Yeah. Are you you're pro- are you doping? Like for real. You gotta be because of the cowboy season coming up. You gotta have some kind of rage. Uh nah, dude. The only thing that I'm drinking, uh, I guess you can say that's toxic is my beer that I I, co- I used to cope with the cowboys' losses and sorrows. And I know there's gonna be a lot this year, so I'll be drinking a lot of beer. You brought up beer. I'm gonna give me a second on that. Stats the week, man. Are you okay? Because you got the uh, you got the sweeper keep challenge. We got that. We got to get onto as well. Real quick, mention the winner on that. And I, I think I got the winner somewhere here. But you got the sweeper keep challenge. Are you how are you feeling the Cowboys? 
You ready to talk Cowboys? Oh, absolutely. I'm always ready to talk Cowboys. You're ready to I, shit all over the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a horse in this race, Rudy. I, I just have fun with it. Oh, see, now, don't don't be afraid of Candace. Don't be afraid of Candace. <laughs> don't be afraid of her. Trust me. But beer, check this out. I, I'm walking to the podcast to do the podcast with you guys. And my daughter, and she's nine, all of a sudden, I just hear 90 bottles of beer in the wall, 90. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, okay, so she knows I'm a drunk, probably. I mean, I've been drunk a few times. Is it wrong? I'm going to ask Candace, because you, because Rock doesn't have a kid that he knows of. I know Stas doesn't have a kid. Uh, not that not that we know not of. Not that you know of. Both y'all may have kids, <laughs> and y'all just don't know it. But I know Candace is a mom. If if your child is seeing that at such a young age, does that kind of reflect a really bad thing on you? I don't think so. You know, I would say the fact that they're singing songs that were around back in the, what, I don't want to age you, Rudy, but maybe 80s, 90s, Ooh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? The fact that they're bringing up this, um, you know, those kind of kind of songs. Like, I feel like that's kind of cool. Like, I know I grew up, you know, listening to back in the day, like when I grew up in the 90s was like, I was listening to like 60s music and 50s and 70s. And that's because I was surrounded by that, you know, with my family. And so I think, you know, for your daughter to be singing that, I mean, like rock on, you know. But 90 bottles of beer in the wall, like mm-hmm. the beer song, that's fine. That's fine. <sighs> I mean, just... <laughs> I mean... Hey, it's counting. It's counting. Oh, you see, there's always a positive in some something to this. I got you, and I'm the positive person here. I will find <laughs> a positive way to turn any, and also I'm a PR person, so I will spin anything to make it look good. So we're gonna see if that works on the Cowboys here in a second. <laughs> oh, challenge accepted. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> what were you gonna say, stats? I know you had something on your mind. No, I was just going to say, I mean, songs like Ring Around the Rosie aren't exactly... Well, yeah, a... <laughs> I figured, come on, you're nine. What happened you know? to the, the wheel on the bus goes round and round? Or is she just too old for that shit now? It's Coco Melon. That's all about Coco Melon now. That's oh, all that yeah. Melon is. Well, she's a massive Billie Eilish fan. And I just found out who Billie Eilish is. I didn't know who The Weeknd was. I mean, <laughs> like I said, The Weeknd for me, when we're in the studio, have you heard The Weeknd? I'm like, well... Saturday Sunday is like all I know. I don't know what else there is, but oh. Rock gives me shit about that all the time. Well, speaking of shit, we're gonna talk Dallas Cowboys because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let Candace and Rock have their fun in the sun here because I am an Atlanta Falcons fan. I know it's terrible. Been to two Super Bowls, haven't won any, so I can't really say anything. But the Cowboys, every year is their year, every single year. It, it's a bad broken record. Can Candace, give me your give me your absolute 100% thoughts. Is this the year that the Cowboys make some noise other than the toilet flushing at the end? Of the <laughs> he went there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to. I had to. I mean, like I said, I think just being so let's just say that the Cowboys culture in general, right? Like there's just something about the culture of being a Cowboys fan that you're always going to believe that no matter what, it could be like Prescott's like done for the season or, you know, Ezekiel is out, whatever, whatever it is, your best players, and no matter what, you're always going to say it's your year because that's just, it's like coming off a fresh, like a new relationship, right? It's like, this is the one, like this is, this is the one I'm going to marry. It's going to be this one. And it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Right. 
um you get kind of close and then just things just fall apart but I just feel like the Cowboys culture is like super like tight knit I mean like look at San Antonio for instance like San Antonio we don't have a football team here yet right Mm -hmm. but it's like San Antonio is is Cowboys nation like everyone I know is almost a Cowboys fan yes there's like the Texans here and there and you got some Green Bay folks but it's like you know primarily Cowboys which is like wild because it's like I said sometimes I always wonder that too it's like why aren't we a Texans nation or Texan city why is it Cowboys because Cowboys is like farther up north Mm -hmm. so I don't know I mean I just think that it's just great to just be a Cowboys fan just because it's like, you know, you're going to have a disappointment, but that's the fun of it. Like to get all riled up, you know, doing their games and like, you know, post like sad tweets. And I I have to say, I admit, and I admit loving the memes that come out after the (laughs) losses. Like (laughs) they are just like on point, like those I can super appreciate. But I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for any season that comes up when it, when it comes to football, you know, and even if the Cowboys don't miss, don't make the Super Bowl, I'm still going to watch it, you know, because just, that's just all about being a football fan. Yeah. You guys realize that she said Cowboy Nation, Texans and Packers, but she didn't mention the Falcons. That's, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's terrible. And, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, Candice, you mentioned the Texans, and I think a big part of why there's a lot more Cowboys fans, and I want to get your input on this too, do you think it's because of the rich history the Cowboys have had compared to the Texans? Of course, Texans, you know, newer organization, haven't really hit too many highlights, but what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that plays a big role? (laughs) No, and I I will say, you know, and because I've heard stories of my mom, like saying that when she was, uh, you know, she was younger, like she, her and her siblings would gather on the TV and watch the Cowboys. Like they were a Cowboys uh, family. And so, like I said, I just like, you know, it goes back to a culture, not only just, you know, being a Cowboys fan in general, but just like the, the family, like environment that it brings, because like you said, you're, you're watching with your family, you're growing up with them. You know, she always talks about, um, Roger Staubach and, you know, watching him and, you know, him being the legend back in the day. And then like with my era, like when I grew up watching, it was like Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, um, uh, Michael Irving. And so it's just like kind of just seeing it evolve. And then like for me, I want my, I mean, not that I want my son to be a Cowboys fan. He could pick whatever team he is, but I'm having him kind of grow up with that. And I feel like it just kind of is an evolution or like evolves for poor like um, generation. And so I just feel like that's what makes it super special. Um, and specifically in San Antonio, because San Antonio is already that Pluto SA. We are that, you know, we are super family oriented. You know, you, you, for some reason like you ran into people that you went to high school with and or like that was always the first question you see with people it's like well, what high school did you go to and you know it's such a San Antonio question and so I think like just having you know that type of environment and it it kind of grows up or grow, grows between generation to generation um but yeah I mean I just I think it's that's that's what in my opinion is why it makes it so special here in San Antonio for sure yeah. for sure um, you know, you kind of can compare it to how the, the Spurs culture is in San Antonio. You know, you, you grow up for generations, you know, from your grandparents to now, you know, parents, they, they put you on the Spurs, like Candace says about the Cowboys. But I want to add in, you know, if you look at the probably the population of the Cowboys culture and the fans, it's mostly Hispanic. You know, mm-hmm. being San Antonio and Texas being Hispanic culture, you get a lot of fans from Mexico and California. So that's just going to factor into it and getting those generations passed on and on and on. It's only going to keep keep on growing. I mean, if you look at, you know, 
the Raiders or the 49ers, it's a predominantly Hispanic fan base as well. And they're huge. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the funny thing is, you know, as much as people uh, hate on the Cowboys and talk about the battle of the Cowboys and everything, y'all are still watching, man. It's rent free in everyone's hair. And I'm just waiting until the day we win the Super Bowl because I just know everyone in America is going to be so mad the Cowboys won. It's going to be the most <laughs> talked about thing. And Rudy's not going to hear me shut up about it every single day. And I feel like I'm going to have that same feeling when the Cubs finally won the World Series in forever. That's going to be the feeling that me and Candace are going to have. And we're going to be the happiest people in the world. So I'll be able to say I finally see the Cowboys win in my lifetime. Dude, wait a minute. You said because everybody's watching the Cowboys. Well, well son Dude. of a bitch, man. They fucking they play the game every week. You're forced to watch a Cowboys game. Okay, win or lose, you're talking about the Cowboys, man. It's rent-free. I can go an entire year without talking about the yeah. Cowboys. Uh, I will bet on that, Rudy. You, you cannot. Okay, so no podcast for the rest of this football season. Because you're going to make me talk about the Cowboys. Okay. It's, that's a fact. We that's can make a fact. it better now, dude. I mean, okay, we can put some money on it or anything you want. I guarantee you cannot go a week without talking about the Cowboys. I Well, you're putting me in a spot here because if we're doing a sports podcast, you're going to have to talk about the Cowboys. Exactly. See? Well, well, technically, Rudy, you don't have to talk about the Cowboys on the podcast. No, I technically don't. We but can have we Candace can. host the show, and then I'll just go <laughs> to the side. Yeah, yeah. I mean that Not that's bad, guys. <laughs> so Candace brought up something that I I remember her talking to me about um when we were texting in the chat, I think was her son, she wants her son to grow up to be a cowboy fan, but he has his heart set on another team. Well, he could be. You know, if he does, if if he does, he does, you know. Um is it the Lions? I hope not. I hope it's not the Lions (laughs) at all. Because that's Derek and Shamaya's team. Uh, (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see when he starts like talking more. Well, no, but I mean, like for me, for instance, the reason I'm such a Cowboys fan, like I said, it's just my, I grew up around it. So Mm. it's like, I I don't, I don't feel like I had a choice. Um, not like my parents were like, Oh, you have to be a Cowboys fan. Um, it was just what I saw. And so I got familiar with the players. I mean, my brother had a VHS of like the 12 days of Christmas, um, Cowboys or whatever Mm. back in like 94 with uh, Tom Landry. So it's like, you know, I just, I, then I just grew up with it. And so I just kind of like assimilated to, to being a Cowboys fan. And I just, I love the culture about it. I love everything of, you know, people talking all this mess and like, you know, saying, oh, you know, like they suck. Like, why are you Cowboys fan? But it's like, because I want to be. <laughs> no, like, you know, like I don't tell you to be uh, whatever fan you want to be. It's like just, you know, but, but I think, but in honesty, that's the beauty of being a sports fan is because no matter what team, no one's ever happy. And I just, I like, you know, being able to like have a conversation about to someone about it, or, you know, like you're at a game or you're at Buffalo Wild Wings or wherever you watch a game and you're just like tuning in a game and then you have the opposing team. And it's just like, there's something about that environment that is like so comforting. Um, And for me, like, it's super weird, but you know, what's comforting to me, like it helps me put me to sleep is like sports commentators. Like, I don't know what it is. (laughs) So soothing. Um, It it honestly is. Right, right. Like their voices are just so like subtle. It's just it's it's awesome. Like sometimes I'll just pop on ESPN and just like let the commentators just like put me to sleep. I mean, not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. It's like, it's, like <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. But I think also like the reason that happened or that happens to me is because like my dad and my brother 
when they'd watch the Spurs game, and I don't know if this was like maybe back in the 90s or just the 90s thing, whatever, but like they would have 1200 WAI playing like the, the play-by-plays mm-hmm. and then they would they would turn off the, they would have the sound off on the TV. So mm-hmm. they would listen to the play-by-play on the radio and just listen, like look at the picture. It was like the weirdest thing, but it like was so soothing. And so I was, I don't know if it's just the voices that put me to sleep now, um, but I just find such a comfort in that. You know, it's super weird. Well, you gotta stay awake. Listen to Rock's voice. You'll you'll stay awake. It's like, it's like nails on a chalkboard screeching. Oh, yeah, that's oh, the way. I mean, I, mean, I, I kind of relate to because I mean, the most legendary voices that everyone gets excited about is Sunday Night Football. That's an example. Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels. Like you hear the sound that comes in the NBA NBC intro, and you're like, oh, here they come. Wait a minute, I was on Sunday Night. My voice wasn't soothing. Uh, it was all you right. You were with me. I mean, when when I met you, it was kind of soothing. Now I kind of got used to, so I got to bust your balls a little bit. Oh man! I get uh, it. I but get but it. going back to you know what me and Chance talked about growing up as a Cowboys fan. How did you grow up as a Falcons fan, or were you a Cowboys fan before? I okay, so I'm Rudy, a Cow- were, were you a Cowboys fan, Rudy? No, 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 no. I was not a Cowboys fan. I've never. When I started really getting into football, I. Uh, I, I actually liked Deion Sanders back in the day when he was with the Atlanta Falcons. So I started following him. Jerry Glanville, the man in black. I mean, the quarterback situation was crap. So I really didn't care much. I mean, that was back with Jeff George, Chris Miller, those guys. But San Antonio's own Tommy Nobis, Thomas Jefferson graduate, and passed away a few years back, still isn't in the Hall of Fame, which is total bullshit because he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame is the reason why I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan. My dad loved Tommy Nobis, watching him play in high school. I have family that went to Jefferson. I had an uncle that actually didn't play, but was in the same, you know, same era as Tommy Nobis. So just knowing that Mr. Falcon himself, drafted by the Atlanta Falcons, one of the best Falcons to ever play the game, it just kind of drew me to the Atlanta Falcons, and that's the reason why I've been a Falcon fan my entire life i i could be you know like a bum that just decides to oh you know what i'm tired of losing let me go cheer for the new england patriots and tom brady and these guys but i don't do anything like that that's the main reason why i'm a falcon fan so if i can do anything and if i can talk candace's son to being a falcon fan i will do everything that i can to make sure that happens well i am a jefferson graduate so (laughs) i was gonna ask what's high school so wow Yep, I was a Jefferson Mustang. I was a cheerleader and a lasso, so I was all involved. <laughs> See, I give you props because I I went to school at James Madison Elementary, which is okay. down the street from Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Longfellow for a year, then I couldn't. I hated it there, so I left. I would have gone to Jeff. That would have been my high school. Yeah. You got to guess where I went to high school. Oh, was it, was it SAISD with an SAISD? No, it was. I'll, I'll give you that much of a hint. It wasn't SAISD. Marshall. No, no. I. Horrible. <laughs> I actually went to the same school as one Jeff Garcia at Central Catholic. So oh, okay. I, I'm a button. I'm a button. Whatever, Rock. I'm a button. I'm whatever the hell button is, whatever <laughs> it is. So that's what I went to. But no, I mean, that's why I'm a, I'm a Falcon fan. You know, Tommy Nobis there. So that's my little background. We're going to get into some more background with Candace here. This is Sweep the League Radio, Rock, Rudy, Stats, Shamaya, Derek, Gervin, our guest, Candace, Avila Garcia. Don't forget Baller Boys podcast every single Tuesday. I am Refocus Radio. Shamaya's got a lot of interviews coming up. 
Be sure to listen to Baller Boys Podcast and I Am Refocus Radio along with Sweep the League. Go follow us on Twitter where you will get all the fun, the laughs, and all the sports content you can have. That is Sweep the League Radio, Sweep the League Network, Baller Boys Podcast, I Am Refocused Radio. All right, so we talked Cowboys. We got bowling coming up. Everybody, that, that's I, I figured being talking about being a millennial mom would be the the big part, but I'm gonna save the bowling till the very end because all you dumbasses out there just pissed off Candace. So we're gonna let her get her rage out later on. So we're gonna talk about something, you know, something different. Being a mom, I'm a dad. Rock and stats, they they don't know if they're a dad yet. I mean, they're probably the the way rock the way rock goes. I, I'm not saying I don't doubt it, but I mean, I'm, I'm wow. I mean, them short shorts though. Those short shorts, man. You, wow. you, you've okay, you okay. So you, Candace doesn't know this story. We did the uh, Salvation Army uh, kettle driver, pray to kettle. So we, it was myself, Rock, and Derek were out there at La Cantera. And Rock tells me and Derek, I guarantee you, I can make every woman that walks by donate something just by his <laughs> eyes, just by his eyes. So that day, Candace, we raised, I think it was like $900. Shut and up. No. Yeah. And it was during Rock shift only. So I, I, I don't, I was able to raise 50 bucks. Now, so my mom felt sorry for me and dropped 50 bucks in the kettle. So yeah, Rock has that, that thing. So that's why I say he's got to be a dad somewhere. He's probably going to kill me later, but you, uh, dude, he's, he's Rock, dad. Ask, uh, do you have only fans? I'm just wondering at this point. <laughs> wow. Do you have an only fans? Hey, that's I, a hell of- I, I don't know. I mean, I know Candace saw my story the other day, yesterday with the short shorts, you know, I'm wearing short shorts right now. Oh, I don't doubt it. I'd be pissed off if you weren't wearing short shorts. I'll show y'all. I mean, I mean, no, we don't know. Keep the camera up. (laughs) Keep the camera up. Uh, No, no, rock, rock. I was going to say, you could. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, good thing that Uh, it's a small window. I didn't see anything. So that's that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. Okay. So, yeah, that was the story behind that. But being a millennial mom, you and I were talking. My daughter comes up, says, Dad, this guy looks sus. I'm like, what the hell is sus? Well, it's suspect. Okay. You know, she says, you know, she doesn't even call me dad sometimes. She's like, bruh. I'm like, what the hell, bruh? I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. I, I can't get used to that. But that's Gen X right there. That, that's yeah. me. I'm still in that little, you know, um, I don't know how you call it, but I've got the old school. But I've, I've mellowed out. I tend, I'm kind of like the cool dad or whatever is what she says. But I think she just says that when she wants something. But being a millennial mom, how, I, I, there's a lot of millennial moms out there. Give yeah, the best advice you can and let them know. I mean, the, the best advice is just do your best every day. And that, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's all you can do <laughs> best <laughs> you know nothing's nothing's 100 nothing ever will go through like you like it you know you just got to roll with the punches and i'm learning that a lot with planning a two-year-old's birthday party like can we talk about that yes oh, you brought that up oh god yeah. yes like, how insane it is like i am like trying to plan and there's like so many i feel like i need to have a committee for my child's like birthday party <laughs> like can we have like the the cake committee and then like the balloon committee because I'm just like what the hell like 
just trying to find the the place. Like I was like, okay, well maybe I'll do um, the the zoo, the kid park. And I was like, but it's freaking August. Like it's gonna be hot. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. have like kids passing out on me. So I'm like, no, it's not. That's not a good idea. Um, so then I was like, you know what? Let's just do let's do the safe route. Let's do Peter Power Pizza. And um, so that's what we're gonna do. But I'm just like, even just planning that, like. I just like, what, why is there, why is it so complicated? And I was like, and then I think about my childhood and I'm like, is this why my parents didn't like do a lot of birthday parties? Cause it was like, <laughs> why are we going to like spend all this time to like create something that like you're going to forget about, or it's going to be like over in an hour, you know? Yeah. And not that I'll, I'll do that. Cause you know, obviously you want to like break that like generational trauma. Right. But it's like, I'm just like, so, you know, over my head on this, I'm just like, how is like, I feel like I'm planning a freaking wedding is what it feels like. Um, but then I'm like, well, maybe it's just me like overcomplicating things. Cause I am a perfectionist. Like I want things like over the top all the time, but then I'm like, no, this is just literally a cheer up worthy party with pizza. And I'm just like, it's insane. <laughs> I get it. I get yeah. it completely. I get it. Cause I've, I've had to plan birthday parties before and we've done the incredible pizza when she was like two, I think. And when they give you the bill and it's like, 800 and something dollars i'm like hold up really 800 something for a oh, hold party? Up. let me start a bill fund me right now <laughs> yeah exactly that's when i needed uncle rock to have the only fans was back then when those parties <laughs> were were really taken off but i saw the frustration in your face i don't think rock and stat saw it unless they saw your story where you had a mishap with the cake is that what it was like, okay dude i literally thought my son's birthday was next Saturday. So I even told my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like, this is the weekend we have to get everything done. Like let's get cake, let's get decorations. Like you should see me on Monday. I was like going all crazy over San Antonio, like trying to get book the cake, get decorations, get um, plates, like napkins, like all that stuff. And then when I get to the cake and I'm like ordering it at Sam's and the girl's like, oh, um, it'll be for the 27th, right? And she's like, oh, that's in two weeks. And I'm like, oh. Oh no. <laughs> cool. So I'm like, and this is like the, the thing is the cake was the last thing on my list to do that Monday. So like I literally, it would have been great if I did that first because then I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have been stressing the whole time. And then I'm like, it was the last thing. So I was like, this is awesome. Like just for me to stress the whole day and realize that it's literally in two weeks, not one week. I so. really felt bad for you that day. I saw it and I thought, oh my God. And then you said, oh, well, it's not for another two weeks. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if she's going to say, you know what? I can't make sweep the league this week because I'm pretty. <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't guess y'all guys. I know y'all, <laughs> you y'all need me, you know, you need me. We do. We do. We, <laughs> they get tired of seeing my ugly face and Rock's pretty face and they don't see stats at all. So they don't know what he looks like. That's the crazy part. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, being a, being a dad is, ter- is tough. I, I want to get with Rock and I want to get with stats here because they're, they're relatively like, young young i mean all you guys are young shit i mean i'm i'm the old man here but if you guys had to pick one place is right off the top of your head to have a birthday for your kid that you don't know about yet where would it be mm. would you would you take the rock my opinion you would probably have it at gold's gym but that's just me <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, I, I I sympathize for Candace and and and, y- and y'all too, just because it is hard. I see my mom stress out about planning birthdays. Um, I'm if people didn't know, I'm one of ten kids. Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're all younger, so um, you have the anxiety of planning it, paying for it, 
the biggest one is making sure people go because if yeah. your kid is oh. with no friends at all, that is like you said, trauma, you know, your, your kid's not going to want to have a birthday again. And you've seen that all over Twitter sometimes and Instagram, you know, no one showed up at the party. That's the biggest, scariest thing for a parent, I imagine, because it's sad, you know, you don't want to just, as much as you love your family and your cousin or whatever, you want your friends there. So that's the hardest part, but I'll probably go the easy round, go Peter Piper or Chuck E. Cheese. I would say doing something at my house, but then it's like, it's even more stressful because you got to clean, you got to you know prepare something, you know, you got to have people use your restroom or trying to, you know, go look in your house. And like, you're just like, oh, and then you got to entertain people, host people, get drinks with parents. So it's like, I, I, I don't it's know not how that hard. It's not as hard as you're making it seem. Because you go get pizza, <laughs> you go get chips, you go get dip. So there's the food. Restroom, I mean, I, I, I'm i just going to say it at the restroom. You know, when I was a kid, they had parties at people's houses. There's a reason why, you know, she grew like 15 bushes out there. So, I mean, you got plenty of privacy out there. You can do whatever you want out there. So it's not as hard as you're making it sound, Rock. <laughs> I mean, but they're little kids. They're, they're going to, what are you going to do if you see a little kid going and exploring your house? Like, you can't get mad at them because you're, Homie, your- the kids are in the backyard. The bushes are in back and front yard. I mean, you, you can make it work, homie. I know you can, but you, you can't just <laughs> you can make it work. But it's bound to happen. One of those, you know, nasty old kids, those silver tooth kids are going to be roaming around your house. Silver tooth kid. Holy shit. That, yeah, that was me. I had silver teeth back in the day. Jesus. Stats, real quick before we go into bowling. Where would you have your kids party? Yeah, I got to go Peter Piper on this one, what man. That was my childhood. Piper? That mean, was my childhood, man. I used to go there all the time. That was your childhood. My childhood was showbiz. My Pistol Pete's. That was my childhood. You guys well, I have don't a question. Know. I have a question. Was, yeah. was Peter Piper's, like, did that become, or like, did Pistol Pete's become Peter Piper's? Is that what that became? Or like, what? Um, like so, I'm like showbiz and Chuck E. Cheese. Like, is are they intertwined? So showbiz and Chuck E. Cheese were basically the same thing. The only thing is with Chuck E. Cheese, they had the rat back then. Showbiz had the entire band with that big ass gorilla in the middle with the piano <laughs> and all that. So they had the whole band. Pistol Pete's was it? It was just you guys don't know about Pistol Pete's because Pistol Pete's was like heaven on earth for pizza places. I mean, that was the place to go. And it did turn into Peter Piper's. I think Peter Piper's kind of just took it over and Pistol Pete's went under. But yeah, I mean, Pistol Pete's was, I had parties there all the time. So, and then I had to have parties at a park and my birthday's in August. So it wasn't as hot back then as it is now, but um, yeah. So I, I guess Peter Piper's is the, uh, the choice now. We are in the last segment of Sweep the League, the fun segment, because we're going to get into some bowling talk before we get the, the scores for Candace here. I'm going to let Rock and Stats give their take on a score. I'm going to give my take on a score, but a little bit of background here. I did say she bowled once or twice, and I'm a liar. I, I did lie. Candace used to bowl in what is now the defunct YABA Yaba, which is the, the Young American Bowling Association or something like that, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm going to post a picture, Candice, because I've got my Yaba patches that I've had. I did find some of them. So I'm going to post a picture on social media for everybody to see. But yes, Candice was a member of that. Her brother, I did. Well, weird. I know her brother actually is a bowler. And San Antonio, man. San Antonio. And he, you know, he was actually friends with a couple of guys that I bowled up growing up with bowling too. So uh, she has bowled 
before she's bowling the league. So for those of you assholes out there saying 94 and 93 and one, what was it? What was it? 84 was the lowest 84 or something like that. I got 37. A 37. No, so, they're trolling you. They're joking I'm, at that. Point. I'm looking at, okay. So I'm looking at Twitter right now and I'm just going to go down the scores that I see. So rock came in at 225. So is that, are you going to keep that guess rock? Yeah, I'll stick to 225. Okay, so he's sticking to 225. We've got craft beer. Uh, Rob is saying 97. There was the 97 right there. <laughs> so then we've got, let's see, Eddie the Great. He says 113. Rudy G says 100. That's not me. I'm not Rudy G. And then <laughs> at sure. 210 underscore. No, that's not me. Definitely not Rudy. I know this guy. That's definitely not me. At 210 underscore I says 126. So that is the guesses on Twitter. Now, Facebook went bananas. And that, that's we've got Victor saying 43. We've got <laughs> oh my God. Lupa Del Rosa, who I bowled with when he was a kid, said 78. We've got 82, 74, 105, 169, 120. Okay, Chris Galler Candace is a former, well, he's still a current member of Sweep the League. He's a former <laughs> producer and he's a bowler like me. He's a PBA guy. Yeah. 120 he gave you. That I will definitely slap him for you on that sense right there. But we've got <laughs> it all. So Sean Corbett says 300. You bowled a perfect game. Can we can we eliminate that? Yes, for sure. Okay, so Corbett's out. So <laughs> stats, what what score do you have for Candace? I'm gonna go 250. 250. Yeah. Rock I, I believe in you, at, Candace. Rock <laughs> is sticking at 225. So I don't know. And I haven't, Candace hasn't told me anything. So I'm going to go with a very conservative 221 is what I'm going to say. 221. So I have to ask the question because everybody wants Burger Boy. And if I win Burger Boy, it's shit out of luck because I can't eat that stuff anymore. But Candace announce to the world what your highest score is now it's got to be scratch not handicap scratch score so it is 163 163 <laughs> i'm gonna say that nobody got that right so we do not have a winner tonight Dang which is, wow 163 <laughs> Yeah. And this bowling, how does how does bowling fit in all this for you? Because I, I was shocked when you said you were in Java. And I'm like, I was I, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. So it's like a when I tell the story, like people are always like freaked out because they're like, this is like a secret side of you. That I didn't even know existed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I so I started bowling, I would say like around kinderish, um, so around five years old. Mm -hmm. Um my parents uh, put me in it uh, because my brother was also a bowler. Um, he's starting when he was five as well, um, but he continued through adulthood. I kind of just stopped. Um, I turned went into dancing instead. Um, but yeah, like I just like I said, I was bowling. I had a coach. Uh, I did yaba. Um, did I would say I did it for a few years, and then we did like a family team. Um, that it was my brother, my mom, um, me, and then this. Uh, um, I don't know who she was, but she worked at University Bowl. Her name was Robin. And I think Rudy, I talked about her with you. Yeah. 
Um, but she was also on our team and we were called the hot dogs and <laughs> <laughs> so original. Um, and so we were called the hot dogs. We took first place. Um, we have the trophy. We even had like a little, like, it was like a dog, uh, dog toy, but it was a hot dog. That was kind of like our mascot. Um, but yeah, I had a bowling ball. I had my own bowling ball. I had a bowling bag. It was like, I believe the bowling bag was either Mickey Mouse or Goofy. Um, and then I had my ball and it was like, I had my name, uh, carved in, into it. But yeah, I mean, I just, I loved, it was just, I guess it was more of a family thing, kind of like the whole Cowboys thing. You just grew up around it. So you kind of just like are brought into it. Um, and I, I was those kids. I just gave everything a try. And so my parents were like, you know, give it a try and see if you like it or not. So I, like I said, I did it for a few years. Um, my brother was a more, so the person who kind of just like um, took it and, you know, went with it into adulthood. I just stopped um but then I it was funny so like I actually took a course um in college because they offered like a it was like you had to take a physical physical education but then you took like one like actual sport credit and so I went to Incarnate Word and I took uh, the bowling course and I'm like oh it'll be fine so um it was like on Fridays it was like one hour um uh, and basically we all met at Astro Bowl and we had to like bowl and everything um so it was like an hour bowling um one time I took my mom with me which was a mistake because she was like, you know, when you get parents involved in like bowl or any type of sports, you're going to have like that fan in the back. It's like, you can do it, but like an intense level. So she was like, it's in your blood, Kenneth, you're an embarrassment. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm with classmates. Like, this is not even serious. Like, this is just like a course. A <laughs> so wow. yeah that, that happened um it was all I mean we joke about it to you know to this day we're like you know remember back in the day when I was in college and you went to you went you went bowling with me and you called me out you know pretty rowdy yeah still wow. remember that <laughs> wow well oh well that's the history on bowling with Candace there and we've got a request for us to actually go bowl and record it and go live on it so I think we're going to, are you good with fulfilling that request? Cause we're, we're actually going to do some, some live videos and everything. So I am, I'm down to bowl. All right. So what we're going to probably end up doing is uh, I know Derek and Shamaya will probably be involved in this. So since there is going to be six of us, I think we're going to do a doubles type thing. And um, rock has already talked a lot of shit. So I don't want to be his partner. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to be your partner. I'll be somebody else's, but I think the more experienced bowlers are Rock, myself, and Candice. So we'll kind of be like the captains and we'll pick either Derek or, you know, Shamaya or Stats. You know, we'll figure out who gets picked. But uh, either way, either way, we'll figure something out. But yeah, we'll definitely do that for you guys after that. We're asking about that. They want to see Candice in action. I know she's probably going to beat all these guys. I don't know if she'll beat me, but Although, I, I will say my husband makes fun of like the way I bowl. Because uh -huh. it's, you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna see it like I'm so chill like you know you have like the guys are just like they're pumped like they're ready like they you know they they <laughs> run up there I'm like super chill I'm just like eh you know nah. so, like, just toss it yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like a basketball right she's like <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, she's gonna make fun of action, me but just just a fair warning <laughs> well, Candace is gonna make fun of me probably I think Rock y'all saw me a video or y'all Rock saw a video of me bowling so he knows already but. I take it. I used to take it really serious. I do a little bit now, but not as serious as I did back then. So we're going to get that set up. We're going to do some bowling here. 
Also, we're going to be working with Candice as well on some stuff at the end of the year. That will be coming out here very, very soon in the next couple of months. We got to close the show. And the way we close the show, Candice, is sweep or keep. This can kind of get off the rails a little bit. Basically, what it's going to be is Stats is going to give us a couple of topics, maybe two, three topics. You decide whether you want to sweep it or keep it. And if you want to give a take on it, give a take on it. Again, this is where a lot of four-letter words come out. So if it happens to happen, <laughs> then it does happen like that. All right, Stats, let's close the show. Give us Sweeper Keep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the patented segment of Sweep the League. Sweeper Keep, where you're either going to sweep it, which means you don't like what the tweet says or what the what the news thing is, or you're going to keep it, which means you love it, and you're going to put it on the mantle above your fireplace. So let's play the game of Can we sweep get one question one week? Is if sweep or keep, does Rock have a kid somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Every week that'll be on sweep or keep. <laughs> Jesus. I love it. I love it. All right, let's begin. Let's begin. So uh, Judge Sue Robinson uh, – <laughs> released a statement on the NFL appealing the six-game suspension of the Browns. Have any of you seen this by any chance? I have not. You have not? Okay, so I'm going to read it real quick. So uh, for immediate release, I am deeply disappointed by the NFL's decision to overturn my ruling in the high-profile case regarding Mr. Derek Deshaun Watson. As you know, I spent many long hours working to produce concrete findings that the NFL has seemingly discarded. It's in God's hands now. Eat my ass, Roger. Go Browns. <laughs> Are you serious? Sweep or keep? This was a judge that said, eat my ass, Browns? <laughs> that said, eat my ass, Roger. Oh, Go Roger. Browns. Wow. Can, I'm just going to keep that on the basis <laughs> of her telling Commissioner Roger Goodell to eat my ass. I, I'm going to keep it just based on that. I, I, that's my take right there. You have a fan of me. Candace or Rock, whichever y'all want to go. I'll keep. That's a bold press release. <laughs> that's a huge press. <laughs> yeah. Did you write that, Candace? Did you go off the record and write that? Just... Was that part of your? <laughs> I want to know who went through that approval process for that press release. <laughs> no kidding. Would would that ever make it through Candace's approval? at all no no absolutely not okay so real quick before rock gives a sweeper keep on that how would you reword that specific statement candace if you saw one of your journalists and they said you know well quote you know eat my ass i mean how would you say well we can't really have that on there reword it i mean it just it's like straight up it's like (laughs) keep it professional sir like Would you change it to just eat my butt instead of ass? Or <laughs> she almost spit her water out. That that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad take, but <laughs> if we want to keep it professional. I would just, I would just, you know, you just got to get rid of it, man. Just, just be like, have a good day. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rock Sweeper, keep. Are you gonna keep the eating my ass part, or what are you doing? Keep it that man. That's funny, dude. Like you just tell the commissioner, hey, bro, like. F you, man. Eat my ass. Like, you're cool. That's a that's a, that's a great one. All right, Stats. What do we got next, man? All right, we got uh, one more before we get to the uh, the sweeper keeps sweepstakes um, take. So one more, and this one is got to be uh, Dallas Cowboys related. Oh, all right. God. Yep, 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 yep. Should the Dallas Cowboys call up Antonio Brown, sweep or keep? 
I saw this earlier. Go ahead, Candice. I'm gonna let you start this one. I gotta, I gotta sweep this one. I know, I know, Rock. I know, but I'm just like, dude, he's just a liability. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's just my take. You know, I just, I'm not. I, I just, I'm just seeing what he did last year, and it's just not. I don't know. I don't think it's, it's not. It wouldn't be good for the Cowboys. It'll give him the wrong type of press. You know. I can see that. I can see that. All right, Rock. Super well, cute. is a, a PR expert, journalist expert, and she knows all about press and publicity. We both know publicity, any type of publicity is good publicity for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, whether it be negative or positive, and I'm down for AB. Um, beyond C.D. Lamb and Jalen Tolbert, who should have a good season, you're probably going to have Noah Brown. He hasn't looked that bad as a starting number three, and I'd rather have AB, but... I'm sweeping this because what? Yeah, well, because he's he hasn't got ankle surgery yet. So then, what's the point of bringing him on? You don't know how long his recovery time is gonna be. If he was healthy now, then I, yeah, like all right, let's go. You know, minus antics, and I would have. I would hope the Cowboys would sign him to a contract where he has to earn his his take and and be, have good behavior. But he's he still hasn't got ankle surgery, so you don't know how good he's gonna be coming off. But if he was healthy, I would I would keep it. I would sign him right away. He's a, he showed he showed what he can do last year and be way better than a Noah Brown or Simi Fajoko or TJ Vasher. So I'm sleeping it. Well, you've got to keep it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because outside of CD Lamb, who the hell is Dak going to throw it to? I mean, you have a lot of unproven wide receivers. I mean, yeah, you can say, you know, who's what? Gallup? I mean. Gallup's going to be out for like six weeks, I think. Exactly. But you're not going to have him. Jalen Tolbert's been looking good, but they're mostly going to use Tony Pollard and and, uh, and and Zeke on the same time in the field. So you're going to have Pollard re- relatively running the slot. You also have uh, Turpin from the USFL, who did pretty solid. Um, he should should get a lot of return in, in the return game. I like that guy. Yeah. And but you still have Dalton Schultz. I mean, Dalton Schultz was still there. He's going to be Dak's security blanket. But it's going to be coming down to how Kellamore relatively schemes this. I mean, not every team has three solid receivers. If any, you know, good teams make it work. I mean, that's a, that's the reality of it. So if Kellamore is is what he is, he better make it work this year. So you basically what you told me was, here's this Lamborghini with no engine and a pile of shit in it. Is all that's all you really told me because there's nobody outside of CD Lamb. You I mean, you've got to take a chance on somebody. If you're not going to take a chance on Odell Beckham, you've got to take a chance on a proven wide receiver somewhere. Why not? So got to keep it. Why not take a chance on T.Y. Hilton? Take a chance on Hilton. Yeah, I mean, I'm anybody. He's healthy. So but, all- but the question isn't, yeah. will you keep, sweeper keep T.Y. Hilton? It's A.B. I mean, if A.B. is the only one that you can get, I mean, you've got to take the opportunity. I just want the Cowboys to win, man. I'm tired. You see... <laughs> It's not going to happen. They're not going to win. They're tired. <laughs> Everybody. Okay, so how many Super Bowls do the Cowboys have? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't lived to see them, so I don't count it. Oh, my God. That's right. I have, uh, they got I have, seven. Okay. No, five. Yeah, five. five. What do you got, uh, stats? I mean, you know, the Antonio Brown situation, like if he does end up, if, let's say he does end up in Dallas, I mean, it, it, it would be a circus like for the ages mm-hmm. to me. I, I, I think I, I think he's really – I don't think it would work out for that locker room, like at all. I think him and Jerry would have would be bumping heads a lot. I could see Jerry saying some stuff about him when the antics start popping up and uh, the feathers start getting ruffled. 
but um, I mean, the media would be all over it. So rock, like you said, publicity, if you're looking for any publicity, I mean, <laughs> I could see oh, that happen. Jerry hates publicity. We all know that for sure. They, they said they should get AB and then hire Candace to be his PR guy. I mean, I'm for it. <laughs> How, okay. So, 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 real, so quick, real quick, I got to ask this because now Brock brought it up. How long do you last Candace if you're AB's PR guy? Oh, I mean, I don't feel like I would sleep. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> right? Probably I mean, not. yeah, I mean, it would just, it would be, it would be insane. Um, but I mean, if I, I, I'm, I'm the one that I'll stick it through. I'll stick it through till the end. Um, so I guess it would just be a, a if, the Cow- if the hey, Cowboys if- sign AB, can we get Rock to take off his shirt and run on the field the way he did yeah. when he quit? Tell me, I'll, I'll do it, honestly. Oh my God. He's yeah, doing crazy shit. <laughs> AB's PR person looks good on a resume. I mean, you gotta give well, yeah. you gotta give that props, uh, you know. That is employers true. employers will look at that like, man, you you dealt with this guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can deal with anything. All right, close it out. <laughs> close it out, Sass. We've got a we've got a winner. All right. We? Yes. Uh actually do you, uh do you want to go ahead and announce the winner? I'll uh, I'll re uh yeah, I'll, read uh, go the ahead. sweeper keeping up. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. So the sweeper keep sweepstakes question for the week. Sweeper keep the Los Angeles Chargers will win the AFC West this coming season. Drum oh. roll, please. Rudy, what you got? The the winner for this week's uh, sweepstakes is just a Spurs fan at Spurs Roundball on Twitter. It says, even for great teams, it can be years between winning championships. So I just feel the Charger fans are left telling themselves they're only one player away again at the end of the season, hopeful without a trophy. That is our winner. I'm just for my only sake. Um, I actually... I actually like the Chargers winning the uh, AFC West, so we'll see what happens. But and it's, it's a sad moment because every good thing has to come to an end, with the exception of Rock's wonderful looks and his, you know, heart hungry eyes, as we like to call them. But everything does come to an end. Candice, we appreciate you coming on Sweep the League again. This probably isn't your uh, your only time coming on. You you can come on whenever you want. If the Cowboys are pissing you off and you want to <laughs> save yourself from anything, <laughs> you can definitely jump on. But whenever you want to, I appreciate you coming on a, a whole lot here. Yeah, I'd love to be here. I'd love to talk to you guys. And I'm excited for future episodes. Awesome, awesome. And we've got bowling coming up as well. So we're going to get you all the details on bowling. So for Candice Avila Garcia, and real, hey, real quick, I saw on your profile, it says Emmy nominated. Oh yeah, yeah. Did I tell you that? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, no. The show. When, I, when I was my first uh, couple of years, I think actually my first year in journalism as a, an associate producer, um, I helped produce a special when I was working at um, Fox Twenty Nine, uh-huh. and the reporter and I um, were nominated for an Emmy. We didn't win, but we were nominated, which is a huge um, accomplishment in itself. So that nomination, cool. yeah. I, <laughs> I've never been nominated for anything, so I am glad to say that Sweep the League has gone to another level <laughs> as we've got an Emmy-nominated uh, journalist on here. Thank you, Candice, for joining us tonight. We look forward to so many more times with you being on the show. Absolutely. So for Rock, for Stats, for Derek, who's out with Team Gervin, and Shamaya, who is probably going to be winning, is it Oscars? Is it kind of, what is it? What's the music thing? MTV Music Award. He's going to win an MTV Music Award. I know that. I don't know about the other stuff. And maybe some Grammys. 
Grammys, there you go. That's what I was thinking about. So for Shamaya, Grammy winning on the beats, this is Rudy Campos Jr. again. Thank you for joining us for sweeping the league. Until we sweep the league again next Wednesday, we'll see y'all then.